Hey everybody, welcome back to Player to Player, our weekly show here in Nary Northerners where we talk about the gaming news of the week as well as a major point in discussion. Joining me tonight is Wes, Will, and Danny. And we have some juicy conversations for you tonight. There was a lot announced this week from the Pokemon uh, uh, from the Pokemon stream to Cyberpunk being delayed, so we'll get to that very shortly. We are going to be diving into our meaty conversation of the night, uh, roughly in about 30 minutes, and that is going to be the PlayStation 5 versus the Xbox Series X. Conversation we're very much looking forward to. Uh, Wes had wanted to ask me some questions at the end of last week's episode, so that's what we're here for this week. We're going to hammer this out, Xbox versus PlayStation, see how it goes. But that is going to be in a little bit. Until then, we're going to be doing just our uh, going through the news snippets of the week. There was a lot, um, at least at the beginning of the week, there was a lot. So uh, we're going to start with some Pokemon. Uh, I know the, the, the three of you, uh, not, not, not as into Pokemon as, as moi is here. <laughs> but... Uh, okay, on. sold <laughs> but uh so a couple of game announcements uh pokemon smile was announced i'm not sure if you guys saw the trailer for this it's where it's for kids designed for young kids uh it's an app helping to brush your teeth it spawns little germs on your mouth you help the pokemon defeat the germs and then you're able to catch the pokemon in the end what do you think danny Yeah. Mm. It was weird. Well, it was always a few different like weird Pokemon stuff, but uh, definitely, uh, yeah, I was not expecting a brush your teeth app. But I can see why they did it. It's it's Pokemon. It's gonna get kids to actually stand there and brush your teeth, like. I know people need motivation these days to, to stand there and brush your teeth for two minutes, so why not catch a Pokemon while you're at it? You know, I, I think it's a very interesting move for them to target such a young demographic. What do you think, Wes? I mean, it seems sort of in keeping with, with kind of everything they've, they've always done with Pokemon. I mean, the, the series, I, I'm sure, has evolved in, in ways that I'm not aware of as someone who, who doesn't play the series, but, uh, I mean, they seem to sort of always be popular and they always have that new generation of kids coming in so yeah why not get them a little earlier i guess mm -hmm. what do you think well i think it's a neat idea um definitely market at kids but i'm fairly certain i know a few adults who are probably going to use it too <laughs> <laughs> who are going to use it or who could use it well both both, both. both yeah <laughs> oh that's a good one uh, so on the Pokemon train there, we had a Pokemon Cafe style game uh, come out, uh, be announced. This one is Pokemon are going to be able to come to your cafe. You're going to be able to upgrade your cafe. Some of them can be hired. Kind of a little bit of a micromanagement game, again, surrounding a cafe. Well, I think you saw a little bit about this. So I'll give you the first show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it entails like a Pokemon Cafe, as you said, but it also is a puzzle type game, right? So you're matching 
Pokemon heads. It reminded me a bit of, um, I don't know if anybody played it, but there's the uh, Disney mobile game. Uh, it's called like Tum Sum or something like that. Uh, okay, it was like okay. T-S-U-M. It was, it's actually very popular anyways, and it kind of reminds me a bit of that. It looks kind of neat. Okay. Uh, Do you get a chance to see in that, Wes? No, this one I didn't see at all. This is all news to me here. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Danny? Uh, I uh, got the you know the notification through email because I am uh, part of the uh, Pokemon Club. So yeah, I I saw. I didn't see a trailer or a preview for it. I just know it was coming. But uh, it, it's kind of interesting that uh, they've created a couple new ideas uh, for different uh, different ways of doing a Pokemon game, which is it's kind of cool. It, it not only does it give uh, I don't know like give younger audiences uh, a look forward of what's going to happen when you go to work kind of mm-hmm. thing. Uh, it can teach uh, it can teach you kind of thing. And like uh, Will said, uh, it's a puzzle and stuff. So it it has it's going to have an audience. It's Pokemon, so I I, I can see it doing some uh, some major numbers. Maybe not Pokemon Go numbers, but I'm sure it will probably be just uh, you know up there as well. You know, I feel like I'm going to need to get Jody on for a huge Pokemon discussion I want to have, which is kind of like the direction of Pokemon. Something we brought up earlier, Jody and I, was this, you know, are they going to continue releasing Pokemon games the way that they have? Uh, So something that's interesting coming out of this is we have not two Pokemon, brand new Pokemon IP games announced, uh, but we actually have a third returning. Pokemon Snap is also coming back. Uh, after a 20-year hiatus. Danny, I know you were excited for this one, so I'm going to throw you the bone. Yeah, I am, like, super, super, super pumped. Uh, Pokemon Snap is probably one of my favorite Nintendo 64 games. Uh, And, you know, since, you know, we're going back 20 years, that's a lot of gen of Pokemon. So you're going to, you know, it's... The first game had that thing where, you know, it was over very quickly. Sure, you can, you know, try and improve your shots, but... Uh, it didn't give you as many Pokemon to shoot. There was only 151, right? Uh, so now having a 700 and something list of Pokemon, uh, it's going to be huge. And, you know, I, I've seen a lot of people talk about the um, the graphics and stuff. I think the game looks beautiful. Uh, whether or not, you know, it's uh, it hasn't been polished up yet, but I think it looks amazing. And, yeah, being a huge Pokemon Snap fan, I am super pumped. That is a day one buy for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I can't wait to see what they do with this one. What about you, Wes? Were you able to check out that trailer? Uh, I saw it, yeah. Uh, I mean, that one, it, honestly, like I, I was super thrilled for, for the people that have been asking for that game for t- like 20 years, like mm-hmm. Danny said. Um, y- you know, it, it's, it's one that even as someone that has not played Pokemon games. I always saw that game. I'm like, yeah, that game looks actually really cool and really fun to play. Um, I it, honestly had Pokemon go not happened. I, I would have been super surprised that this wasn't on, uh, on uh, as a mobile game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I always figured that's where it was going to, where it was going to show up again. Um, but yeah, I was just, I was kind of super psyched to see like the reactions online of people get, just getting super hyped about this, this 20 year old game finally coming back. What are you? Well, um, I'm like, I'm excited for people to play it. I'm not sure I'm personally excited, mm-hmm. um, but it looks cool anyways. I'll probably buy it. I always buy all the Pokemon games, even though I don't really get into them a whole lot. Something about it is just, I don't know, I get into that, 
that fandom, everybody gets me excited and pumped up for it. So, <laughs> well, I'm definitely going to do that for you, buddy. You know, Danny mentioned something that's interesting about the controversy about the graphics and the the controversy actually doesn't have to do with Pokemon Snap. It actually has to go towards the Pokemon Sword Shield series. And one of the things to note was the water animation that you noticed in Pokemon Snap versus that scene in Pokemon Sword Shield. Uh, as a player, Sword Shield, the water is like it's yeah. There's there's not a lot there, but. On, on Sword and Shield, the Isle of Armor DLC was announced, granting players access to uh, roughly about 105 new Pokemon. The deck says 207, but they are mixed with the already existing Pokemon that you can find on Galar. So not quite uh, you know, a 200 boost or anything like that, but they do have another 100 plus Pokemon coming in the Crown Tundra, and that is coming out in the fall, uh, winter. So uh, uh, the uh, Isle of Armor, though, um, for, I'm not sure if you guys have had the chance of playing it. I've actually already gone and, and beat it myself. It features something very interesting, and, and Jody and I have talked about it before. The future of Pokemon. Where are the Pokemon games going? And the Isle of Armor basically features an open-world Pokemon game. It's the, the entire island is... You can move your camera around. You can go everywhere on the island. They still have a little bit of that railroading going on where... You know, it's just, you can't go up that path just because. But for the most part, they really opened it up. Um, I just want to hear, hear what you guys would think on an open world Pokemon game. Wes? I had already, I thought they already were open world. No. They, <laughs> I was not aware they were not. No, it's a railroad. Oh. It is very, uh, it is very much like a, you know, like your typical first person shooter where it's like, go from point A to point B, from point B to point C. They changed okay. it up a little bit with the wild area and allowing that kind of open world environment. But the Maybe Isle of Armor, yeah. yeah. Yeah, a lot of what I've seen is kind of people wandering around what looks to be like an open environment and that kind of thing. Maybe it, it, maybe that, that is more of like a Zelda sort of thing where it's like narrow entrance, big open area, narrow exit. Yeah. And I just wasn't familiar. Um, but I could see that sort of thing working for that. Um, I'm, I'm not... I'm not sure how it would necessarily be like a radical departure from what they're they're currently doing in terms of like the mechanics and that sort of thing. Uh, but I yeah, I could see something like that working. Uh, real quick before I pass it on to somebody else, MMO Pokemon. I'm sure it'll happen sometime soon. What do you think there, Wes? Sure, why not? Yeah. It's like a 40-man raid to take down a Pikachu? I, <laughs> I, don't know, is this, I don't know how this works. <laughs> what about you, Will? Um, I would like to see the Pokemon games a little bit more like open world. Um, a little bit like that's the one thing I thought personally, kind of like what Wes was saying is when uh, I bought Sword and Shield, I was thinking it was going to be a bit more open world. But when I found out it was just strictly those wild areas and they didn't really seem like you were searching very hard for Pokemon. They appeared everywhere anyways. Yeah. It, I don't know. I felt it was a little bit lackluster for me. So I would like to see like areas where you actually explore and have to hunt down specific Pokemon more. Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Uh, a bit more um, in depth. Absolutely, absolutely. Again, I, I would love to talk with Jody on this and and uh, share with you guys. The one idea we had was um, basically you have it that each Pokemon region is a starting point. So you you know you know 
as if you'd have different starting points for example races like orcs or humans in a game like world of warcraft you have different regions as starting areas and in order to move on to another region you have to complete the decks of that region so kind of that open world mmo you know you have to trade i don't know gotta be flushed out a little more but what about this and and will can probably speak to this better than than anyone else but Uh uh-oh uh Hear me out. Poke Monster Hunter. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. What if, what if Poke Monster Hunter World? Uh, what if that's just it? Do, do I get a greatsword? Yeah, why not? Uh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, Everyone I'm sold. Great swords, so. Excellent. <laughs> it's just like Monster Hunter. Yeah, no, I'm in. Yeah, okay. Right. I'm hunting some Pokemon. I'm in. <laughs> what about Maybe you, Danny? Maybe it was a mature rated game, probably. Uh, yeah. What? There's nothing wrong with carving a Pikachu tail. <laughs> so what about you gotta you cut it off the... before you get it. You know. Yeah. yeah. What about you on the, uh, uh, the the Pokemon there, Danny Isle of Armor? What are your thoughts? Uh, I, I know you guys are, are really huge into the open world games. I'm actually not. Um, yeah, like there's there's a lot of stuff I want to see changed on the main Pokemon games. I think. Uh, the basic formula is, you know, it needs to be changed up. It, we've we've had it the same since 1997. I want to see something completely changed. Um, but no, for me, I don't, I don't. It doesn't bother me if it's not open world. Um, like I said, most of the open world games, I just, I'm not really a fan of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Breath of the Wild became open world again, and I can't stand it. Uh, it may have the best story, but it's one of those games that I just. It, it it doesn't feel like Zelda to me for some reason. Like I like the you know Twilight Princess and the classic style of it. I can with you on that one. Yeah, but I, I I can see the appeal that you know people want for it. But as as you know me as a gamer, no, I I don't want to see it become uh, completely open world because there there's times where uh, I get bored and I want I move on to something else. I move on to a different game. Uh, I'm. I like my games, uh, not linear, but I like to have it where, like you said, Jake, it's uh, point A to point B, uh, story. I'm a very story-driven guy when it comes to these games. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. I'm just not a fan of open-world games. It's very, very hard for me to get into. You know, that's a conversation we're definitely going to have to have on another uh, another one of our episodes here. Maybe even next week is open-worlds. But, uh, yeah, I it, 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 it is interesting how it can be for some people and can be for uh, not for others. Um, one other thing, and I know there's a whole lot of Pokemon news, and this is because of that Pokemon uh, thing that showed up. Um, there's So this wasn't necessarily something that was announced. It was more something that viewers were able to pick up on. Um, there's a rumor that the broadcast may have announced uh, Let's Go Gold and Silver. Now this is due to the uh, plushies behind uh, the presenter. There were all of uh, all from the Johto region, um, and that is gold and silver. Um, and so there is a current rumor because this Wednesday, so in two days, there's supposed to be another Pokemon presentation where there's going to be even more news announced. Uh, there's you know, and they say a big project they've been working on will be announced. So um, yeah, that's a uh, that's all I want to share there on the Pokemon. We'll go around the table on that one as uh, we've already chatted Pokemon enough right now. <laughs> but uh, 
Let's move on to uh, another big topic of last week. This one, it's kind of a bummer. There's a little bit of relief on either. Uh, uh, there is a little bit of relief. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed to November 19th. Will, what do you think on this one? Uh, I'm totally okay with it, honestly. Like Their reasoning is they want to make it the best game possible for them, and they're known to make incredible games right like the witcher series especially the witcher 3 is absolutely fantastic and that's because they dedicated the amount of time to do it right so if they want to take more time to release what they want to do and have it like end up being their version of perfect like more power to them right mm -hmm. i'm in no rush to play it there's going to be tons of other things to play what about us uh i'm i'm more or less in the same boat i, I mean it's it's a little disappointing that it's it's not going to make it on time but i Fully understand that uh, you know the, the that's the way these things go. I, I kind of understand the the situation they're in. Um, I do hope that there was a, a story about a year ago of, of the amount of current, uh, crunch that they were going through, and the game's been pushed back a couple times now. I I, I hope that crunch has has alleviated uh, because of the extensions. But I've also done that job long enough to know that it certainly hasn't, and the game just got bigger. Um, so I, you know, I, I hope that that the employers are uh, employees are are kind of doing okay throughout all this. Um, but that being said, I mean, yeah, it's they they've been pretty transparent about kind of where they are in it. Uh, you know, in terms of content and and playability, the the game is complete. It's just buggy, um, which is is fine. You know, fix up what you can and and get that out for for November. Hopefully, it makes that um but uh yeah i mean it's it's disappointing but as will said i mean there's there's gonna be a ton of games to play between now and then so there's and not, not really sorry oh sorry go ahead oh yeah like not really like it's not like there's gonna be a down period in the in games or anything like that yeah i was gonna tack on too like especially with the new consoles coming too right like mm -hmm. yeah no. there's things to be excited about and and they announced just before this that it's it's backwards compatible uh on the already on the the series x had already been announced but uh on the playstation 5 the the ps4 game will will run on there yeah so, so that's a nice thing for them to do as well leading up to the launch of the new systems to make their game a free upgrade for those who purchase it on the current existing ones um i know i know danny i'm, I'm not sure if this is a game that is, is up your realm but uh i know you'll, you'll have some of the comment on the fact that this has been a game that was first showcased, I believe, in 2013. Yes. If I'm not mistaken. Okay, it's, it's first. It's first. Been. Yeah. It was it's, before The Witcher 3 came out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it has now been delayed just this year alone twice. It was first supposed to come out at the beginning of April. And yeah. now it has been, or and then September, and now it has been delayed into November. Um, what are your thoughts on all that? Uh, to be honest, I I don't <laughs> I don't want to jinx it, but I, I can certainly see anything being pushed back yet again. Um, for for a game to have that many time like that many um, delays, uh, you know it's it it happens. But I I I don't think we've ever seen a game have as many delays as it as it is right now. Uh, like I I know that I I know a lot of people who are very very interested. They can't wait to get this game. Uh, but, you know, like Will was saying, and even Wes was saying, I would rather have a, fi a complete finished game that's polished, ready to play, 
uh, than have something that's completely broken and, you know, it, it losing, you know, traction and people get upset about it and such, and, you know, the patches and all that, uh, it, you know, depending on when they would ever get the patches done. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I can see it being delayed yet again. If it makes it up this year, it would be a miracle. You know, it's kind of interesting to note the different ways companies release games. Again, Cyberpunk 2077 was shown off as early as 2013, yet Animal Crossing's New Horizons, I believe its first trailer dropped in January or -hmm. December. It was uh, December. And they're just like, oh, by the way, in three months, our game's coming out, and it's ready, and it's going to be on the shelf. Yeah. The same thing thing goes for uh, Paper Mario. Paper Mario. Paper Mario game. It basically got shown in June, and it's coming out. Ah, sorry, got. Uh, when did it get shown? April or May? Ago? Yeah. Yeah, and then it comes out next month on the nineteenth. So you know, it, it's it goes to show you that sometimes it's not really good to show off, or at least uh, you know, bring out that thing that this game is coming uh, so soon as uh, as Cyberpunk did in twenty thirteen. Uh, we're now in 2020. Uh, it's it's kind of crazy, uh, but you know Naughty Dog does that a lot too, right? Where they showcase games five years ago and and all that. But uh, I, I like it how uh, with with Nintendo and the Animal Crossing and and, and Paper Mario, mm-hmm. uh, that Paper Mario announcement came out of nowhere, and the game looks completely polished and beautiful and ready to go. So. I don't know. Like, like I said, it's one of those things where I don't want to say it, guys, but I think it will be delayed. Hopefully not. I know we're all looking to get our hands on that. Uh, moving on, though, um, Nintendo is reportedly stepping away from mobile games. So that, that is a rather interesting move in the uh, gaming uh, gaming universe. Wes, I know uh, you've got some experience behind the developer scene. Uh, what are your thoughts on that kind of move? I don't think that's that's too surprising from Nintendo's standpoint. I, I think there was a lot of hype leading up to that that original uh, Super Mario Run release. I think a lot of people got excited to see like what Nintendo was going to bring to to a mobile platform. And I, I mean, I don't. It just doesn't seem like they've set the world on fire, kind of the way that that they feel like they can on a console. Mm-hmm. Um, there, it, it despite their kind of massive marketing push on on a lot of their their games. It, it, they just haven't hit the same way as as many other mobile apps. You know, you're, you're not talking about you know the the Animal Crossing mobile game the way you talk talked about like Angry Birds, the way you talked about uh, I don't know like it, it, any of the like Candy Crush and that kind of thing. I think it's just a, a different market, and they just never really found that that footing for themselves. So it, with with the success they had with Animal Crossing on the Switch, I it, it makes sense that hey maybe just step back from from this mobile platform and, and just kind of do what you do best i guess the switch itself is almost a mobile platform the switch Lite is literally a handheld console so it's you know you're why you know why spend your development resources on an inferior console uh danny what are your thoughts oh sorry oh sorry i, I was just gonna say it's it's a different environment for games mm-hmm. so you know the with the switch they 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 have that history they know what to do with a with a video game on that whereas a, a mobile platform is completely different absolutely what about you danny 
So yeah, like what like uh, Wes is saying, it's a completely different platform. But I, I I'm happy. I think they should stop making mobile games. So I'm not a mobile game fan. Sorry to say, uh, I I've never wasted. I I think I downloaded Fire Emblem just because I'm a huge Fire Fire Emblem fan. Uh, played it for three hours and that was pretty much it. Uh, for for me, mobile games is one of those waste of space on my phone. I'd rather put my movies on there and watch my movies if I need to. Uh, but yeah, I I think Nintendo is is smart. Get rid of what they're not great at continue what they are good at and that's making amazing games for uh for you know for the switch it's a handheld system it's a home console uh they don't need to uh be jumping in a uh a mobile market there never was a need to when the 3ds was still around you know that that was another um option nintendo could make games for but now that the switch is the is the hybrid console uh and it's uh, it's doing perfect you don't need to have uh like i said for me a waste of money doing mobile games yeah your thoughts will um i don't know if i can add really much more to that really um i kind of agree with what everybody else was saying is that it's really not a market that nintendo really needed to be into um and like west said they've had a few games like i think the best one i played of the nintendo games was actually the uh mario kart mobile that they released and that was actually pretty fun but okay. it still doesn't seem to be getting much interest from people right yeah. so if mario kart's not doing it for you on a mobile platform or even mario himself you might as well just move on yeah, i think it's called mario kart tour or something for the mobile <clears throat> yeah i played a bit of it i i bought the season pass for it just to kind of give him some support and it was pretty fun to start with but uh there just really isn't much more to it it's pretty simplistic compared to like Mario Kart uh, 8. Mm-hmm. So we've got uh, t- t- two things going to quickly uh, go through here. Um, and then got one thing I know uh, Wes is going to be very excited to chat about. So I want to get to that for him. Uh, so the two quick things I want to get through are The Last of Us 2. Or the Last of Us Part 2 is Sony's fastest selling box PS4 game in the UK. Got some very heavy clarifications there. Boxed in the UK. So I'm very curious as to what the digital would be. But uh, uh, interesting, interesting to know that Last of Us is doing very well over there in Europe. Um, you wouldn't think that from all the negativity it seems to be getting. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, the next one here, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate has received a new character through the Fighter Pass 2 DLC, and it is Min Min coming in from ARMS, uh, now available. And uh, yeah, you can add her, to, add her into the game. So another character into the Smash smash world they've got another five more coming out so there's a total of six in this pack well you're shaking your head doesn't look like you're excited for this one i don't know it seems i don't know like are people really playing arms like why <laughs> was anyone excited about an arm character in smash like the game was cool as a novelty when the switch came out i found but i don't understand i don't know it's not really a character i'd be super excited for I, I can see why they did it to kind of get sure. uh, some people back into playing ARMS. Uh, it reminds me of uh, of one of the... Uh, there's a Virtual Boy game that I have. It's called Tel- Telerol Boxer. And pretty much that was... Uh, that that was what ARMS based itself off of. It is, it is pretty much identical to it. Uh, and, you know, it's... It's, it's one of those games. You, you don't... There's not yep, a, it's a game. 
yeah, it, you don't need to play it constantly. There, there's, it's a niche. It's a niche title. I'll yeah. say. Speaking, I, it made sense for the for that to show up. Like when I saw it, I was like, hey, okay, yeah, sure, an arms character, why not? But I, I, I mean, after you've done like Banjo Kazooie, like you had the the franchises that they've roped into this thing. Like when I saw that they were putting Joker in from from Persona Five, I was like, Jesus Christ, you guys are everywhere. Yeah, and no, then, that's that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh, and and in a great way. Like that, that's such a cool character to throw in there. And, mm -hmm. And then, well, yeah, to, to see an arms character, I was like, okay, well, I'll catch you guys next time. Right. Well, I, I can literally think of <laughs> 10 characters from, yeah. uh, from the history of Nintendo or its uh, third-party uh, titles that I would really love to see in the game. Mm -hmm. So ho hopefully the next five will be really good. Absolutely. So going to close off on two things. Uh, first, Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. has been announced officially. There's a trailer. You can go check it out. Uh, gameplay footage as well um, But the one I really want to leave and give Wes the bone to start off here is Rocksteady is reportedly working on a Suicide Squad video game. Go ahead Wes Yeah, that was the uh, I put into our chat earlier. That's the the Rocksteady rumor of the week is uh, Hey, they're they're not working on another Batman. They're not working on Superman. They're not working on whatever others insert superhero here they're they're working on a, a suicide squad game apparently um i i i will check that out when they when they release any kind of info on what they've been doing for the last five years but yeah i mean i i'm interested to see what that what that company does next because i've, I've loved their their batman games um I, outside of just being a, a big batman fan just those those as as games i thought were just great uh so i'm always excited to see what they're doing um it was interesting to also see that the team behind batman arkham origins which is not a great batman game uh they're working on a batman game called uh, gotham knights Ooh. which the plural made it's 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 that says multiplayer to me uh so i don't i don't know what that is um but yeah, apparently they're going to talk more about that in uh, in August. DC's holding an event, uh, so there's there's they've already mentioned that there's going to be games and that sort of thing uh, that they're going to be announcing there. So it, it sounds like those two titles are going to be teased in some way. So uh, you know, tentatively wait and see. Maybe this is finally the event where Rockstar or Rocksteady shows up and has a game. I don't know. We're gonna have to wait and see. What do you think, there, Will? Um, I don't know. Like, I've enjoyed all their past games, so I'm excited to see what they do bring out with. Um, I'm not a big Suicide Squad guy. I, I'm curious if this is uh something they're trying to do to maybe combat the uh the Avengers game coming, right? Maybe that's what they were thinking of. Instead of doing a Justice League game, they just went with uh the Suicide Squad instead. Um, it could be interesting. I, I'll definitely check it out, and I'll be excited to see whatever they release for it but uh i don't, I don't know what to think about it right now really i know there's a new movie in development i believe uh there's suicide suicide squad movie being developed by james gunn director of uh guardian of the galaxy series if i'm not mm. mistaken yeah um, i don't know i don't know if this is tied in with the movie or not it it, it, it is apparently called suicide squad kill the justice league mm. uh, presumably presumably col uh, suicide squad colon kill the justice league uh um, 
kind of hope it's not tied with the movie. I know, I know Danny, Danny's a fan of that movie. Danny, I'm sorry. I just find that movie's a bad movie. It's a bad movie. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I know you like that movie funny. and it's everything that spawns off of it, but it, it, they're not good movies. The best part of that movie is when they're all in the bar just kind of like talking. And I'm like, this is the best part of this movie. This is the most interesting all of these characters have been. It, yeah. Sorry, Danny. But well, It's no problem. But like, but, like yeah. I said, with, with, uh, with uh, that movie... It, yeah, it's on the bottom of my list, and uh, you guys, we've talked about it before. I hate the director, so uh, yeah. Um, on the other hand, though, uh, you guys know, well, we, you guys just said it. I'm a huge DC fan, huge, huge. I'm, I'm very excited for a new, uh, a new DC game. Um, uh, you know, uh, Rock, uh, Rocksteady is, is, is a really awesome company. Uh, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, I, my first game, of course, was Batman. Um, Arkham Asylum. That to me is the best one out of all of them. Uh, Wes, I do enjoy Batman Arkham Origins. I think that's probably one of my favorites as well. Hey, I played of, through it twice. Yeah, I'm not it's, much of a fan it's my of. Least uh, yeah, I'm not much of a fan of uh, Batman Arkham uh, Arkham Knight. That's probably my worst title. Uh, but I am very excited to see uh, what they got next into the list. I'm excited for the uh, Gotham Knights as well. I don't think it's a it'll be a mobile um, uh, multiplayer game. What I think it is, it's basing off of the animated series of Gotham Knights, uh, which will probably, of course, involve the Bat family. So you're going to see Nightwing. I'm sure you're going to see uh, Robin, Red Robin, uh, all the other characters that can go on because there's a lot of them. Um, but I, I'm, I'm excited for these news. I'm excited for August because I'm pumped for to see what's coming. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff coming from DC. Do you think they would do a multiplayer on like because they had that? What was that? The other Gotham, uh, Gotham Imposters, yeah, Gotham that one, Imposters, and that was yeah. that was god awful, yeah. I'm yeah, wondering that, that then one if fell under the, the radar there. I'm wondering if this is then co op, that could be interesting. If someone we'll plays happens. Batman, someone plays Robin, mm -hmm. uh, so I, I, I assume, um, shit, what's his name, original Robin. Why can I not think of Nightwing? Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I was like, it's gone. Like, it was in my head and it's gone. Um, yeah, I, I wonder if it's if it's online co-op or something like that. All right, folks. So that is it for our news discussion for the week here. We are going to be taking a short break. And after that, we're going to be diving into our main discussion of tonight's episode, which is the Xbox Series X versus the PlayStation 5. So we'll be back. everybody welcome back to player to player our weekly show here in nerdy northerns where we talk to you about the gaming news of the week as well as a major topic of discussion and we're at that point of tonight's episode where we are going to be discussing the playstation 5 versus the xbox series x something that we've been really looking forward to last week uh wes had been wanting to dive in and talk about this him being a a more PlayStation guy, myself having more experience with Xbox and being Xbox. So we're going to be getting into a little bit of some nitty nitty gritty details there. Um, but first, let's let's just start off with a little bit of the basics. Um, obviously, everybody knows what the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5 are. Uh, the new consoles. Fridge and a router. Right? <laughs> um, uh, they're coming out. <laughs> 
Um, Microsoft's obviously the Xbox, Sony is the PlayStation. Um, there is no cost. There is no release date. But they're free? Yeah, as of right now, yeah. Right. Um, but uh, on paper, as it stands right now, it appears that the Xbox Series X holds a slight advantage in terms of power. Um, but power isn't everything. There's a whole lot more to it. And in reality, I mean, I think we, we need to start with, uh, with the games. Um, the games are a major part of any console's launch. Um, so Wes, I'm going to hand this over to you for the games. Uh, for, for PlayStation, where do, you, where do you find PlayStation sets? Uh, I mean, right now, I feel like the launch is very much kind of a mystery. Um, for the most part on, on both sides, um, I think with, with Sony, we, we don't know kind of what that launch lineup is going to be. We don't know what, what they're actually going to have for that, that initial launch day. Uh, it seems as though Spider-Man might be PS5 launch. They're, they're saying holiday. They're for both the, the game and the system. So maybe maybe day and day uh, day and date with both. Uh, with Xbox, we know Halo Five or Halo Infinite is going to be Jesus Halo Five. A launch title. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, uh, it is. Uh, um, we know that we know that Halo is going to be launch title. Um, but beyond uh, a trailer where they're like this is what the game looks like and then we didn't see master chief shoot anything uh, i don't really know what that game looks like at this point and and microsoft hasn't said anything about it or shown it since so uh presumably they'll be showing that in their uh, during their event in july but i think it's it's kind of a mystery as to what we're going to get with that um especially when it comes to first party stuff the, the exclusive stuff, I think, is kind of the, the big question mark. Um, but I think that falls more on Microsoft's side. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think Sony generally always comes with some some pretty big exclusives. Uh, in the, the PS4, they, they had things like Bloodborne, Final Fantasy VII. They've got The Last of Us 2. They've got Ghost of Tsushima coming out next month. Uh, if Microsoft is coming into the, the new Xbox with a new gears and a new halo they're in trouble i feel and and, and that would be at launch yeah i mean right now so doing <laughs> a so so there's a few games that are uh that, that have been announced for the xbox series x uh, that are going to be exclusive uh one of those is scorn looks to be a horror style game set in the nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry uh, I've yet to see the trailer myself, but uh, it, it does look to be half decent. There are another couple here as well. We've got the medium. Uh, again, it looks to be another horror game. Uh, the developer the behind the Blair kind of looks like Silent Hill. Yes, it's a psychological it from Silent Hill. Yeah, the composer behind Silent Hill is in it, and then it's also psychological horror. Uh, the developer behind Blair Witch is uh, is doing that one, and. Other than that, there really isn't anything else that Microsoft has other than Halo. Um, and and but say, does does Halo really do it for anyone really lately? Like, yeah, I guess that's my question to Jake. Like, as an Xbox guy, like, and you you are a big Halo fan, you know, it is 
is a new Halo coming off of what Halo 4 and 5 have been. I don't know what your feelings are on 4, but I, I know what you feel about 5. He loves um, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it. Like, it, it, are you... Have you seen anything so far that's getting you hyped about a new Halo? No, I mean, uh, it, other than the fact that there's some shiny graphics and, you know, there's some rhinos running by a tent is what they showed off in the one E3 trailer. I, I really disapprove of trailers that don't do much and, you know, they're just like, oh, well, look at the scenery. It's like, okay, well, I can see the scenery in a racing game. I want to show what you're doing in the game that's going to be different. Um, th there's a lot of big franchises at Microsoft could look towards um rejuvenating the fable rejuvenating the fable series would be a big 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 thing uh, on the xbox series x there's a fable 4 rumor to come out there's fable legends that got canned um so i like to see I, I would like to see a fable 4 be announced um the one thing that microsoft did going in is they ended up purchasing a bunch of studios in the last two or three years so i'm looking forward to it some sort of announcement on the games that they've been working on um yeah but no gears announcement there's no you know no, no crackdown 4 announcement no sea of thieves 2 although sea of thieves might be interesting sea of thieves 2 could be uh, something they would release on xbox series x given the return of that game uh it didn't launch the way that it was supposed to launch uh, a lot of people complained with the gameplay and the well, lack of a lot of things but however there could be a, a sea of thieves 2 uh at some can, point do you actually think there's going to be a crackdown four given given crackdown three like the the whole development of that game the the release like the reception yeah. on release i i mean are we really going to see them try and kick that can again you know i i would like to see them try to just you know just maybe one more redemption but at the same time that you know it, it is the failure of crackdown three that would lead them to maybe not doing that um the one thing that I have not seen are a lot of new IPs that are going to be very interesting. And I think that is something that Xbox is not as keen on focusing on. At least it has not uh, seemed to be from the get-go here. Sony, to me, came out and had a little bit of a better showing of the games. There were a lot more games, a lot more recognizable games. Ratchet and Clank being one. Um, obviously Spider-Man returning. Horizon Zero Dawn 2 again, a showcase there. But you know, Horizon Zero Dawn two or Horizon two kind of falls into the same category of Halo. It's like okay, well, there's your big blockbuster hit, you know, and then you know what else though? Um, you know, personally though, with Halo launching as a launch title, I do think that that plays a big, big, big hand going into this November though, over the PlayStation where. Like at launch, like when you're buying that PlayStation Five, what are you playing right now? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, not at right this, at this point. Uh, maybe Spider Man. I think uh, that's uh, yeah. was that God Godfall? That looks kind of neat too. Godfall, yeah. What I, I mean, I I guess like for, for me, like the the big thing is, and I I want to hear more from Sony about this uh, as well because they talked very little about what that system does the the features of the system and i specifically want to know about backwards compatibility because mm -hmm. they they talked a big game uh a, a year ago about you know th this this uh ps5 is going to play all the ps4 games no problem 
Uh, and then there was a there was a patent that they had that seemed to indicate that they were looking to do all of place all PlayStation titles could work on the PlayStation Five. Uh, now, obviously, that was you know pipe dream sort of stuff. But uh, when they they did a full technical dive and they're like, there's going to be a hundred games that work, um, and then that's sort of been increased and they've they've talked that up a little more. With Microsoft, they talked the right stuff. They they were saying like. Look, the, if if it works on your Xbox One, it's going to work on your Series X, and it'll run in 4K, and it'll run at 60 frames per second, or maybe 120 frames per second. Uh, with Sony, and and that's great, and and that's great for like my original Xbox games, my Xbox 360 games, but a lot of the Xbox One games, if you've got a, a good enough PC, you can already play those games at 4K, uh, maybe not 60 frames per second. But you could play them at 4K. With the PS5, I want to know, like, can I play Bloodborne at 4K 60 frames per second? Because I uh, haven't seen that. No. Can I play Horizon Zero Dawn at that? Can I play Final Fantasy VII Remake? Because that gets me super excited. And, the, and I can't do that. I'm going to throw this one to you, Danny. I know you're eager to jump in here. Um, obviously, you're a big Nintendo guy. So for you, what does backwards compatibility mean to you? Is that something that interests you? Is that a big deciding factor that you would make in a purchase of a console? So for the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5, just those two, what are your thoughts? Okay, uh, well, we're going to go back to the PS3's launch. Uh, remember, it launched with backwards compatibility. That was the big thing that uh, Sony decided to do, uh, and that lasted a year. And the new model came out. They took that out. Um, I PS4 doesn't have that. Uh, it has the PlayStation Now app where you can, you know, download your games, kind of stream it. Um, with PS5, uh, I would understand if it was going to have pl- uh, backwards compatibility if we didn't have two systems. Remember, we got the digital and we got the one with the disc drive. Now. To be playing backwards compatibility, is that only going to involve the disk drive making the digital one cheaper for people to go through? Or is it going to be a PlayStation Now type of thing where it's going to be backwards compatibility? Sure, but is it going to be with your own game library at home? Uh, you guys know I'm a huge uh, um, physical media collector. Am I going to be able to play my PS2 game in my PS5? That is the big question. I don't see it. Is that, it? That is my personal opinion. I do not see it. I can see a PlayStation Now type of thing. Is that a big deciding factor for you, though, Danny? To, you know, the Xbox Series X, as of right now, is rumored to go all the way back to Xbox. And the PlayStation 5 will only go back to some PlayStation 4 titles, from what I understand. Um, but, uh,. So, so sorry, finish up there, Danny. No, I was gonna say, for, for me personally, it's it's not a big thing. Um, I have all my past consoles, uh, so to me, it's one of those things where if I want to play PS2 game, I'll play on PS2. It's nice to have that in a in a you know a future system, um, but if it's only gonna be playing PS4 games, I really do not see it being a main selling point. If it was able to play all your games back to PlayStation 1, now that would be a perfect selling point. 
if yeah, Xbox that was the thing that got with, me excited. Yeah, with with Xbox being able to go back and play the original Xbox games. Now that is Microsoft's brain work. Um, you know, Sony has uh okay, so Microsoft has that going. It has its backing compatibility. Uh its games are horrible. I I don't see uh, I don't I don't see anything that that is interesting. <coughs> uh, sure, I like Will was saying. Uh, Halo was one of my favorite games to play for Xbox. That was the only reason I played Xbox most of the time uh, was to play Halo with my cousins and such. Um, other than Halo, they got nothing. Uh, I, I I want to see. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> they got they, they honestly have nothing that's of interest. I- Knights I would the, say Gears of War up there is Knights uh, of the like, Old Republic. Yeah, but you can play that on everything else now. Uh, yeah, I can, oh, I bet that's that not an Xbox title. That, no, you can Xbox play that on title. your phone. Yeah, I've really? got that. On, I've got got on your phone. You yeah. can get it both of them. Uh, Kodor yeah. one and two. You can get on your phone. But it okay, costs you, let right? Me, let me rephrase it. <laughs> well, yeah, but if you don't have the game already, or you buy it digitally, it's going to cost you anyways. Just Mass Effect. Mass Effect is a good one. That's not yeah, Xbox, so I guess. You can play on everything, though. Yeah, Mass Effect's on PC. <laughs> they don't have great exclusives. That's what I'm going to say. First party, they still don't have much first party stuff, either. Like well, uh, like uh, Wes was saying, uh, we haven't seen much for them. And even you, Drake, you can agree. We haven't seen much of their uh, of their games. We've seen some very nice, uh, you know, some very nice... Um, uh, cinematic pieces, but we haven't really seen anything compared to Sony, which has a, like, and I'm not a Sony fanboy, you guys know that. Huge Nintendo, don't really care about Sony. At least Sony this time has its brain working where what sells a console is exclusives. So if Sony can continue what they're doing with their exclusives, I really, really think that Microsoft could be in absolute trouble. Now, Microsoft has, uh, has um, uh, a presentation that I think is coming up very soon or next month or the month after. Uh, and that is where they're going to start showing more of their games. If they don't have their stuff together, it's going to turn out like the current gen. Where, like you, Jake, how many Xboxes, uh, Xbox uh, um, ones do you have at your store compared to the other consoles? You know what? (laughs) But uh, you do a really good point there. I mean, this generation, I really did feel that Xbox dropped the ball on first-person exclusives. Uh, Halo 5, I thought was a mess. Gears of War 4, uh, I never really got through. Gears of War 5, kind of middle. Yeah, yeah, didn't even get through. I didn't even play Gears of War 5. 5 was a lot better. 5 was a lot better. It just, I don't know. I. I find like those games kind of got away from from the purpose, and, and yeah, I mean there isn't there isn't anything new. Like there's not a, there's not a new game that's came around the block, and it's like this is our like this is our bread and butter. This is everything's gone. Everything's gone over to somewhere else. Um, yeah, you know they. I, I feel like that that kind of really puts them in a tough spot for this because when you're when you're launching that new console. Uh, you know, you can generate some excitement over a new IP, but it's so much easier to build that hype when it's a sequel to an existing IP. 
mm-hmm. you know, if, if, if they, they tell me they're putting out Spider-Man 2 on the, the PS5, it's like, oh shit, I liked Spider-Man 1. I'm looking forward to it. You know, it, it, it's so much easier to do that because you have that base of, I already know kind of what this game is like. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and Microsoft just, they don't, it, it, that's what they have is they've got Halo 6 and you know that that could be exciting that game could be amazing and uh, you know i hope it it's i hope it's great um but halo 5 was just such a disaster for me anyway that i it it left me with sort of just the idea of like i i don't think i care about this series anymore a bit of a bad taste i mean it, it took me three years to beat halo 5 as a dedicated halo fan um yeah and I, I think that, as Danny pointed out, there is an upcoming uh, showcase of Microsoft and Xbox. They're going to be showing off their game. So I'm hoping there we're going to be seeing something. It's going to take a lot. Um, I, I really think that they're going to have to come out and they're going to have to show off. Like, I can't even think of what they have to show off at this point. Other than I would, I would pretty much just have to say on plain paper, the only way that they could really excite the Xbox fan base again would be to announce a brand new Fable. And that would, you know, like a, a proper, proper Fable game. And that would be like, okay, holy fuck, like, you, got, you know, this is... But... Do yeah. you bring Peter Molyneux into this, or do you just... Oh, please don't. <laughs> just, no. just don't. No. I feel like um, Microsoft needs to kind of set, step out of their, their box, right? I think they got burned with the original Xbox trying to do a lot of like getting into the Japanese market. And since then it's kind of been, they, they've seen lackluster sales of these games that are kind of out there. And now they're kind of scared to do anything outside of that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and whereas Sony's kind of seems like they've kind of really branched out and they're willing to take a risk, even if it's not good to see if something works Yeah. and the stuff that does work, they seem to be promoting that a lot more. And then you get more sequels of that every generation. Right. Well, and Sony seems really, invested in in going to uh third-party developers as well to to get them to put exclusives on the the system what with i've mentioned this game multiple times now and i feel bad about this but final fantasy 7 remake that's currently exclusive to the ps4 mm-hmm. you know that that's the only place you can play that uh and that's that, that's square enix isn't a first-party developer they went to them specifically same thing with bloodborne they they went to from and that game is exclusive. Like I, I can only imagine that there's some sort of publishing uh, money going into it on Sony's end. So I, I mean, is there is there room for Microsoft to maybe do that? They they don't have the same sort of electronics wing that that Sony has, where they're selling TVs and stereos and that kind of crap. Uh, sure, there's Windows in every, on every PC on the entire planet, but how many of those are actually paid for? We got somebody in the chat bringing up Sunset, uh, a couple games here uh, that could potentially make it on the Xbox side of things. A Sunset Overdrive 2 and a new Conker's Bad Fur Day game. Uh, Sunset Overdrive was awesome. Yeah, Sunset the Overdrive thing was awesome. Uh, well, Sunset Overdrive was done by in, what, Insomniac, right? It sure was. And yeah. now Insomniac is now part of Sony again. They yeah. sure are. <laughs> so... I, mean, the, the, I, I don't know where that IP lies. I've heard that Insomniac owned that. Yeah, it's, so it's that may be part of uh, Sony now, which means yeah. if they do a Sunset Overdrive two, 
that'll be a PlayStation title. Mm-hmm. But they're they've got two other games on the go, so yeah, which are, are slim. Can I say that well, that Ratchet and Clank video they showed that looked pretty fantastic? It looked it looked kind of, it looked very cool. <laughs> well, like like we were talking about, like you brought up Jake, uh, Microsoft has bought a lot of third party uh, publishers. Why aren't they, you know, put, investing money into those third party publishers and be like, guys? We need some new IPs. We need some good stuff. Uh, let's get these exclusives going. Uh, you know, let's see what we can do with this. Uh, they own Rare. Uh, Rare has been a disaster. I don't think there hasn't been a good Rare title since uh, since well, they left the. Well, uh, that was. The I'll bring up. See, uh, see if these has improved. Mm-hmm. I did not like that at first, but I've gone back to play it with all the updates, and they've done a hell of a job of improving that game. And it actually looked it, it's pretty cool now. Yeah, see, the, the see rare these... replay collection is is fantastic. Yep, that's not new, but the rare replay collection on the Xbox Xbox One is amazing. Go play Cobra Triangle because fuck that game is awesome. Yeah, uh, but if we're being serious here, I mean, I, and I'm an Xbox guy, right? So I'm I, I, I'm just gonna say this. I, I, again, it's the first party games that right now I find, you know, as we've all discussed here, is the biggest problem for Microsoft. Um, what was shown from Sony was Ratchet and Clank, Horizon Zero Dawn, and a Spider-Man, uh, another Spider-Man game. Now, that Spider-Man game, I know it's like a, a .5 game. It's not counting as a full game. I think it's well, gonna it's, be... it's going to be a standalone title, they said. Yes, yeah. but it's, it, I think it's going to be like one of those thirty nine ninety nine style games where it's about 15 hours of story. or that, that's, that's where I've heard. It's not going to be like... Which, you know, it's still a full game. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah. Yeah, I, I guess where I'm where I'm going with that is it's not going to be seventy nine ninety nine like Spider Man launch deck. Um, yeah. Uh, well, so Demon Souls. Yeah, yeah. Demon Souls. So, so you've got well, a, a, a remaster, but I, I want to. I'm, I'm sure so, those, those, so, so those three, games, but those really fetch people. But but that's just fantastic. Yeah, that's just announced out of their big three though, and that's not talking about God of War. Mm-hmm. That's not yeah. talking about Jack and Dexter. That's yeah. not talking about Killzone. That's not talking about um uh jeez uh not like um infamous. Uh it's not talking about God of War. Well you say God of War already. But yeah, like they, they do have a lot of franchises they can go to and pull from, hands yeah. down. But yeah. even, uh, even those companies like like Infamous is done by Sucker Punch, they've got Ghost of Tsushima, like that's right, yeah. And new IP that looks really cool and they've they've kind of been slowly stoking that over the, the course of the last couple of years too so and they, then you know, they, they could put that out and then announce i don't know if they've got a second team working at insomniac but they or uh sucker punch but if they put that out and then announced say a new infamous or a new sly cooper right and, that, and that's then, getting people and then there's not even then, still. like if you go out and you see what they announced too, though, outside of like just the big AAA titles, uh, they did have a few of like these really out there, no name like titles that really looked really cool, right? Like, um, yeah, like a whole bunch of stuff. There was uh, uh, there was a really cartoony game. I think uh, Kenna. Kenya, Kenya, Kenya. That's, that's the game I went. Yeah, for. and then there was that stray yeah. game that looks like you play a cat in like a neo futuristic robot, robot world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. Yeah. Stuff like that and you're like okay yeah all right yeah i'm in okay like stuff like that i haven't seen microsoft do many of that those type of games for a while right 
Yeah. I think yeah. Microsoft needs to lay off the Forza. Yeah, I know that's their flagship title, but you, you know, they, I mean, Forza sells really well, though. Yeah. 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 And, but it's mostly focused on on uh, on the, you know sports or or you know uh, first person shooters. They need to branch out into different genres. They they need to move on from the like you put it. Uh, well, they're they're in a box. They need to get the hell out of that box and start branching. Yeah, I mean, go. You you want some some developers they could go after. Konami doesn't make games anymore, but they're sitting on IPs. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like uh. if they announced that, yo, we we bought. The, the Konami IPs, so Castlevania, Metal Gear, Contra, you can only play these games on, on Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. Silent Hill. Yeah. Like, that yeah, would be, that lot, would be There's amazing. a lot they could use. Yeah. yeah. I will say. I really like those 3D Castlevanias that they did mm-hmm. on the PS3 and the Xbox 360. <laughs> the Mercury Steam ones. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't remember what they're called now, but. I will the say on sorrow or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I will say on Forza and uh, Forza Horizon that yeah, there, I I find that is actually a good area where Microsoft has done well. The Forza Horizon series are incredibly fun games. They are so much fun to play. Um, so uh, I had another person chopping on something interesting here. Uh, so Microsoft owns Mojang, and everybody knows that Mojang makes Minecraft. Um, I don't think they'd ever make a Minecraft 2, and nor would they ever make it exclusive. But do you ever think that Microsoft might poke Mojang to see if they could ever come up with something else? Well, so that's what we were saying, right? If, yeah, if they get like out of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It seems like they've started to do that. I mean, they, you've got uh, Minecraft uh, Dungeons, and they did the, the Minecraft Telltale series. Uh, I mean, they, they've been trying to sort of branch out with that IP. I don't know how well those have worked for them. Yeah, it, it's interesting, though. They can't ever seem to make that an exclusive because it's just... Uh, it, it's, And I think that's a big thing that hurt them around this gen, so they didn't make their, their games exclusive. Like, anything that they did you know, manage to pick up, they managed to grab the Rise of the Tomb Raider, and they had a year exclusive on that. Like, that was just stupid. I I I think they were thinking that Tomb Raider was a stronger brand than the Uncharted series, and that was that was a bad gamble because yeah. definitely Uncharted seems to be the stronger property now at this point. Yeah. Well, with Uncharted being done, right, the Tomb Raider has well, more time to shine. I don't see another. I don't see. I don't think we'll see another Uncharted with Nathan Drake. We'll see. I think I'm I'm I think I'm good if I don't get another Uncharted. Yeah. I want another Uncharted badly. <laughs> I, 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 you know, what? I, I like them. I, I've played all of them. I, I actually, except Lost Legacy, I haven't touched that one yet. But they're great games. I, I thoroughly enjoyed them. But I, I, I think I've, I think if they do another one, I, I agree with Will. Like that, I, I think you can retire Nathan Drake. I can only have him like just barely, like narrowly escape the truck that's coming right at him, and then kind of go, "Huh, I can't believe that just happened." I'm like, that happens every time. Every time you do this, you're the luckiest man alive. <laughs> but it's still awesome. It is. It's still awesome. 
So, gents, uh, I, I do believe that it, we have run the course of our conversation for tonight. But before we go, I do believe that we need to have another conversation on the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X probably in a month or so from now, once we've seen a little bit more game footage coming out, have a little bit of a, a better idea for the game's lineup for both sides, um, and a little bit more details in terms of price, because that's going to be a big one. Price is going to play a major factor. There is a rumor right now where it's going to be going for about 500 euros, Placing the PlayStation 5 at about $5.99 American, $4.99 European, coming in hot at $6.99, possibly even $7.99 Canadian, depending. Um, I've also heard that those uh those are maybe just the manufacturing costs, which means they always cut it, right? Because they always take a lot of consoles. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like right now, both of them are waiting for somebody to announce a price and then be like, all right, we're undercutting that by 100 bucks. Yeah. Oh yeah, Microsoft's yeah, not falling for that again, right? Yeah. No, no they're not going to fall. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting on that. But um, before 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 we do that, I want to get the three of you, and I'll and I'll throw in my, my my vote. If today was the launch day of those two consoles coming out, what would you grab, Wes? Uh, I mean, up until the PlayStation Five event, I was leaning hard on the Xbox. Um. I, they were saying all the right things that that initial you know gameplay reveal that they had was very lackluster and i feel that opened the door uh for sony and i, I when they did their event uh, a couple weeks ago i i feel they they took advantage of that door being opened and and they captured a lot of attention so I, right now just based on the games that they've said are coming and that the the games that i want to play i right now i'm sitting on the the PlayStation 5 would be the launch day purchase for me. All right. Will. Uh, is this an and or? Like, like can, can I, I, I plan to buy both anyways. But same here. Like day, day one, I'm buying both. But <laughs> if I had to choose, I guess right now, I would probably lean more for the, the Sony uh, platform. Uh, mainly because the other thing we didn't really talk about is that Microsoft does seem to be marketing their stuff towards PC gaming as well too, right? And like I have a high-end PC, I can play those Microsoft titles and often do play them on my PC over my console. So I, I may yeah. not need the Xbox Series X right away. And, and that's kind of where I was going with it a little bit there was that like, like they're not making their exclusives for their console. Like they would go and th say, well, Gears 5, you're, you can buy for the PC. But why am I buying your console? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have no reason to buy your console if I can buy this game that you made, and you know, and I don't. Know, I feel like that kind of shot them in the foot a bit. So it's interesting to see them continue on with that push to have those two so integrated, so together. I don't know. I think there's still a a, a section of of the audience that is happier with a console than than the PC. Yeah. I, oh. I, I, like PC has gotten a lot better over the years about this, but there's still that stigma of if I have the Xbox, I can go buy an Xbox game. I put it into the console and it just works the way it's supposed to right away. I don't need to do anything. Yeah. And I, I think there's, there's still that advantage that, that they have with the console. Yeah. Versus, uh, uh you know, PC. the upgrades. I mean, yeah. it, it's expensive you know, when you're thinking it's like, Oh yeah, I got to go upgrade my PC every seven years. You know, generation life cycle, you're dropping two, three grand. You know, that's I getting a decent PC. At that right now. 
right? I am, but, I am building a, a parts list right now that to, to buy a new PC. But when you <laughs> get it all together PC, and you get the CD, I, I, those games running, yeah. it's worth it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As someone looking at that, yeah, that, that shit adds up. Video cards are too expensive. Yeah. So, Danny, if you had to choose, go to a store tomorrow and buy an Xbox Series X or a PlayStation 5 console, what are you taking home, Danny? With my money, well, paying with my money, probably none. But <laughs> since my brother's uh, paying for it, uh, definitely, if I had the choice, yeah, I would go for a PS5. Will I buy it with my own money? Probably not. But uh, <laughs> it, it's great to have a brother who uh, who loves Spider-Man and who doesn't mind buying his console, which right. gives me a chance to play some of the games. And that's all it's about playing the games, you know. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm maybe gonna shock everybody here, but if I had to choose between buying an Xbox Series X or a PlayStation Five, I'd probably buy a PlayStation Five right now, oh because the games are just, it's just the games. I mean, I, I, as of right now, I, I said this to my wife the other day. Married by, by by me saying the other day, I mean like within the last three weeks of my life. It's just how things roll, but. Uh, I said to her, it's like, you know, I, I, I'm really considering actually making that that jump towards being more of a, of a PC gamer. And she asked me why, and I was like, well, like Grand Theft Auto Five, like, playing that on the, uh, playing that on my Xbox One X, okay, as much as I love it, playing on my Xbox One X, playing it on the PC is just, it's different. It, it graphically it's different the refresh rate is different the fra frame rate's different it's just better it runs smoother it's easier to control in ways i mean you've got better aiming on pc you've got i mean there's there, there's a lot of there's a lot of really I don't know, reasons re reasons there but so for me it's like right, right now my xbox i don't play it and you know, there's not a single game that's like, hey, you need to own me to have, you know, for me to be here. I just don't play those games. There's not a game on the Xbox that I play right now that is an exclusive title that makes me have my system. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I've I've played Forza. I played Forza Horizon 4. You know, uh, you know, bought the Xbox Game Pass for a month. Was done with it. Great. And you know, I. I almost feel like they went with this generation to go and, and try and grab I, I, I don't know like the, the casual gamer by going and throwing up the game pass because at the end of the day it's all old titles like you're not getting anything that's you know and, and the new titles that you're getting you are you know you're going to be picking up my gears 5 and stuff but I don't know. I feel like the game pass is a it's a great deal it's a great bundle uh, especially for people who like we are of a kind of a a different grade of purchasers right because a yeah. lot of us will major like we buy a lot of the triple a titles that come out right where there's some people that are still out there and they buy one or two a year right so a, a lot of our perspectives a little bit different so when you get the game pass tied in with that that's still a really good deal for a lot of these people right no it absolutely is it, it just but i my, my only thought on it would it is do they like for instance crackdown 3 just went straight to game pass and I mm -hmm. just wonder whether or not they're putting in the same time and effort and quality to make these games, knowing they're going straight to Game Pass, as opposed to trying to sell it at seventy nine ninety nine to you and me. Does that well, make sense? All the, all Microsoft. 
like all first party, like Microsoft Game Studios or Xbox Game Studios, whatever it's called now. Uh, all that stuff is is going day one to Game Pass, yep. is it not? So yep. is Halo not day one? I, I've heard Halo will be part of the Game Pass thing as well, too, yeah. But only for the last gen console, I guess. So, like, if you want to play it on the Series X, you'd have to buy the game. Mm. I've, that's what I've heard. Obviously, I don't think there's anything official quoted. But, like, Gears 5 was on there. Um, I think the latest Forza Horizon mm. was on there. Like, they do release most of their games on there when they launch. So, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, that, that's I really right. want to see what Microsoft has yeah. in, in early July. I want to see that first party one and see what, like you said, like see see what what are those teams, what are those developers they've been buying up? What have they been working on? They need yeah. to come up yeah. with something. What's Double Fine got? And there's there's going to be a lot more too, right? Oh yeah, because we yeah. have every every one of them have a few more uh, conferences before the le- release of the uh, the actual systems. So they're going to be showing off things like. They're, Microsoft's going to have theirs, and then Sony's be like, "All right, so now we got this, right?" Yeah. yeah. Which, if you think about it, it's pretty ballsy of them to pull out Horizon Zero Dawn two now because that that was a very big title for them, and to like show that off this early, that's that's a pretty big title to let loose early. Yeah, it is. It'll be really interesting to see what Microsoft comes back with. They need to come back with something because as of right now, all four of us, you've got two guys who will buy both consoles, well, three guys that will buy both consoles. Danny's not interested in either one of them, but he's going PlayStation. The two guys that are, you know, more or less on the fence, both going PlayStation, and then I would be the Xbox kind of guy, and I'm going PlayStation. So it's just at this point, it's four zero on our on our uh, player player here. So hopefully, the next time we have this conversation about the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation Five, maybe we'll have a little bit of a different tally at the end of it. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so. Or uh, maybe this could be the last. Also, that we see made by Microsoft if it just comes out the gate flopping, because right now it's not looking good. I don't think we're close to that yet. No, I think Microsoft's still got a lot of a lot to go. Like I said, there's a lot of people that buy both, and they still have their own fans that support them, right? So they're not going anywhere. It's not like they're in dire straits. No, but I mean, like with the uh, like the Xbox console, this generation just didn't sell nearly as well. The Switch has sold more physical physical units of the system i mean it's i mean the xbox game pass only works for hardware that are in the homes right if you don't own an xbox or you know, then you're on pc and then you know if you're buying the x if you're buying the, the the xbox games ultimate pass on pc then why do you have an xbox console and like it, it almost just begs the question why are they even in the console console category to begin with but I think they need to to come up with some games, and uh, that's that. That'll be the big factor in seeing if our votes get switched around. But that is a, that is it for tonight on Player to Player. We appreciate all of you for tuning in. We will be having another discussion next week, so join us Monday from nine to ten here at Nuri Northerners. We will be discussing all the weekly news in a little bite, fa- bite fashion. And then we will also be having a major discussion at the end of the uh, end of that news cycle, just like we did tonight. Find out what we're going to be talking about in our Discord on social medias this week. And uh, any other closing thoughts, gents? No, I hope, uh, I hope Microsoft. Enjoy. Got good. 
I hope uh, I hope these launches go well, and I hope there's some great games coming because yeah. yeah, great games but, are great. Yeah, I am ex- super excited about everything still coming. Like I always, like Wes and I, like we we usually buy everything, right? So yeah. I don't know. It's always an exciting time to see a new console come out, even if something does have hiccups. To see what goes on over the next few years, anything can change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's the thing is this is the launch. The launch is never particularly great, with a few exceptions. There's going to be great games coming out for both over the next few years. Yep. So. Yep. All right. So as always, folks, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next Monday, nine to ten. If you haven't already, make sure you follow. Make sure you check us out and subscribe with us on YouTube. So you get the notifications when we go live or new videos get uploaded. And you can also tune in and catch the previous episodes of Player to Player. They're up on YouTube. You can find our conversations on there. And we'll see you next Monday. Have a great night.